Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's the birthday game and pitchside Dave is back with his look at the world of grassroots football. All the big news stories of the day to come, so let's just get on with it, shall we? And what a set of stories from the world of sport. England's Rugby World Cup match against France has been cancelled due to the impending arrival of Typhoon Haggis. Is it a Scottish Typhoon? Must be. There's a lot of wind up there. And it looks increasingly likely that Scotland's must-win match on Sunday may well go the same way. Which gets me thinking... What fool organised the World Cup in the middle of typhoon season when Japan has 20 to 30 typhoons inside a month? And why can't they just change the venue and go to the other side of Japan and play it? I'm absolutely positive that if it was New Zealand that needed five points at the weekend to get through, somewhere they would have found another way of playing it. And by the way, here's a fact for you. Italy have ended the All Blacks winning run in the pool stages of World Cups. So where does this rank amongst the great upsets of World Rugby? They have ended the winning run because they've got a point at the All Blacks. Yeah. <laughs> the game ain't going to be played. James Madison has withdrawn from the England squad through illness. And is Wayne Rooney's move to Derby still on? Or was it just Colleen trying to wind Rebecca up? Former Chelsea goalkeeper, Petr Ch- You've got that one, have you? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Is it eight o'clock yet? Former Chelsea goalkeeper, Petr Cech, has found a new club. The Guildford Phoenix. They're an ice hockey club and he's going to play goaltender for them. His <laughs> debut is this Sunday against the Swindon Wildcats. Wow. And uh, this is one for Tony. Um... It's the Super League Grand Final mm. at the weekend at the Container Park in Manchester. Um, and it's probably the most incredible story of any Super League final. St. Helens finished the season top of the table by a record-breaking 16 points margin, playing brilliant, if you can call rugby league brilliant, rugby all season. Salford, pre-season relegation contenders for many. And they've got themselves to the final. So, that's where I'm going to start with Mr Smith's opinion on the Rugby League final. Um, <clears throat> obviously, on paper, um, St Helens by a country mile, but unfortunately they play on grass, as Wigan found in the semi-final. So, um, who knows? I mean, I've not seen enough of Salford this season. I'm a Lee Rhinos man, so um, I don't know really how good Salford are, but if they beat Wigan... By a hefty margin, they must be good because Wigan are a form side. Because apparently it was all about Salford was everybody's bookies to get relegated. He cobbled a side together. There's no money. There's no nothing. All the money must be going into football at Salford. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> obviously um, Salford's the place to be. The BBC moved there, didn't they? So um, well, yeah, you know, it's um... okay. Either of you, 
It's almost as if FIFA's organising the Rugby World Cup, isn't it? (laughs) You mean they haven't sent it to Doha? Uh, It's ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) one, it's the typhoon season in Japan. Yeah. So why don't they do it in September or, or, or February or March? Why does it have to be at the end of September, beginning of October, when they know it's going to be disrupted? And the fact that they know it's going to be disrupted... Where the heck is the contingency plans? Easy option, I'll give them a point each. Yeah, well, why don't they do what they do at Wimbledon? If it doesn't get played on the first day, you, you move it over or move it to another ground? Move it to another ground. Apparently, one, once the pool stages are finished, the game will go back another day to be played. But in well, the pool stages, it's not played because it, 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 it's very difficult I mean, to reorganise. A nil-nil draw for England would work in their advantage because, in theory, would finish second in the group and, and would arguably get the easier route to the final, whereas Scotland will miss out because they won't have enough points to go through. Scotland's going to be on the way home, aren't yeah. they? And, you know, as much as I, I, I dislike I, Scotland, it's wrong. Yeah, as they missed out on the Cricket World Cup as well by a, an abandoned <laughs> game. Shame, isn't it? Yeah. Come on then, Jock, what have you got to say? I, feel really, I was listening to the radio today and there were some people who'd paid a lot of money <clears throat> to travel from Scotland to Japan to uh, support their team because it's, it's it's not cheap to go to Japan and now they find when they get there because there's going to be a typhoon that Scotland might be out of the competition without having a chance to try and perform like they have in the last two games. Oh, I mean this is it if you want to go and watch Scot- Scotland and they get beat fair enough They've got to have a chance, haven't they? Apparently these... Uh, I, I was criticised um, at home today by ranting and saying... You, was, you married, of course you've been criticised. Well, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I've been married 34 years. It's very rare that she talks to me enough to criticise. But, I mean, it's basically... Um, I said, how can, just because it's going to be a bit windy, I mean, how can that call a rugby match off? And uh, she said, typhoons are rather more serious than that, apparently, so, yeah. I want to know, and uh, in, in with the three of us in here, there's me and there's you, and there's the clever one, okay? Oh, you, as you'll find out in the birthdays game, I'm not the clever one. What's the difference between a typhoon and a, and a hurricane and a cyclone? Hurricanes don't make tea bags. Well, hurricanes hardly happen in Hereford, do they? So, um, it's, it's to do with which part of the hemisphere they're in, isn't it? I thought if they're in the Pacific, they're a typhoon. If they're in the Atlantic, they're a hurricane. And but it's cyclone, the same sense? thing. Well, it is, but it's just different. I, I believe it's different names, isn't it? Down to which hemisphere they're in or which part of the world they occur. You're absolutely quite right, because I, I, I did look it up. Uh, no, oh, I, hang on. I, 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 right. I don't know the answer, but I have heard that uh, somebody came up with uh, there is a difference between a hurricane and a typhoon. Yeah, come on. I don't, I don't know what it is, I won't listen. Well, one's, <laughs> one's, a jet, one's a jet aircraft and one's propeller power. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Roll on eight o'clock. Right! <laughs> That's what we say. You'll be ever so pleased to know it's time for this. <laughs> you missed out on the birthday game last week. I heard it last week and I thought, based on that, if you're scoring us against each other, it's a whitewash to Tony before we even start. <laughs> I wouldn't bank on it. I wouldn't bank on it. It was magic um, last week. We'll start with um, you, Mr Smith, then. OK. Mm. Born on the the 6th of October, 1919. Oh, God. No, 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 come on, you know me better than that. Tommy Lawton. Tommy Lawton. That's cheered you up, hasn't it? My goodness me. Um, Tommy Lawton was before my time, but um, I went to the city ground to watch um, 
whoever were playing for us, obviously ignored the home team, and um, phoned my dad that afternoon, that, that, that evening, and he said, what have you been up to today, lad? I said, today I've been uh, to uh, Forest, and uh, I was in the Jubilee Club, I was talking to someone you may have heard of, a guy called Tommy Lawton, and the phone went dead for about five, six seconds, he went, you talked to who? I said, Tommy Lawton. And he went, oh my God. What circles are you moving in these days, our kid? And um, to me, Tommy Lawton was a kind of um, brill-cream-haired old man. He could he could head a ball faster than, further than I could mm. kick it. Yeah, but apparently, um, when Stanley Matthews was so good, when he crossed the ball during an England match for uh, Tommy Lawton, he crossed it with the stitches facing away from Lawton's head. And so, so, so Lawton didn't get the... Uh, the the uh, stitch, no, the laces in his head. But t- Tommy Lawton was a god, and for some reason, all of a sudden, it was the equivalent of Alan Shearer in his day. And suddenly, he signed for Notts County, which was the most remarkable transfer in football history, bar none. I don't know. They were a big. Te- they were a big team in the in the t- in the day, though, weren't they? They, they were in the day. Which but day was that? In the day that he oh. signed, they were in the third division. Yeah, but the history that goes behind them... They That's big for County. Well, they were the biggest club in Nottingham until the, the forest 60s, weren't they? People. Mid-60s. 1860s. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it, it does tend to let it down. You know, t- the good thing about Thursday is it's the last one of the week, you know. Shall we stick with Nottingham, then? Go on, then. Go on, then. I'll open this out to both of you. The 7th of October, 1957. Sticking with Nottingham, Jane Torville. Well... Do you reckon her and Christopher D, you know... <laughs> I, 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 I think there was something going on there, you know. If you read the book, she would have liked it to have happened, but he was that focused, he sort of <sighs> really? had, to, had to push her out of the way and sort of say, no, we're, we're here to dance, we're not here well, as a couple. Well, he, he was a policeman, wasn't he? Yeah. Is it one of the great where-was-you sporting moments when they did the Ravel's Bolero? I think everybody sat yeah i stay i sort of mesmerized yeah. you'll probably don't know what we're talking no, about no, 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 i was there everybody's everybody just sat at home and, yeah. and watched that if it's one of the like the england world cup thing it's just the great sport I, yeah. I, 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 I was glued to the screen and uh, it's a nice dancing sport <laughs> you know yeah, no I mean, we weren't going to that one tonight but it is majestic when it's done like that yeah. because that and the way they finished that routine was just perfection on ice, wasn't it? It was just unbelievably good. It doesn't matter whether it's sport, whether it's theatre, whether it's ballet. That was world class with every meaning of the word world class in it. On the same date, the seventh of October, and I'm not a great fan of professional footballers, but let's see what you've got to say about this guy. 1982, Jermaine Defoe. Well, um, he turned 36 on Monday. Oh, was it 37? Well, you you can do the maths. <laughs> yeah, not, not that quickly. <laughs> no, you uh, can't. Yeah. Not without a pen and paper. If I could do maths, I wouldn't be sat here. No, it's, but basically, um, <clears throat> he, he's just turned uh, 36 or 37. and um, so 37, 82, you say, 37. And... Um, Tick, top, tick, top, <laughs> tick, top. <laughs> Is he at Celtic at the moment? At Rangers. Rangers. That's just you've upset half of them. And basically, um, he's just asked for a contract extension from Stephen Gerrard and he wants to make his move to Rangers from his loan spell uh, from Bournemouth. 
permanent Ibrox and has asked for uh, an extension. He scored a fantastic hat trick on Saturday, and you know, I mean, uh, sorry, was it Sunday against Hamilton? Yes, yeah, <laughs> Sunday against think Hamilton. Think the thing that endeared everybody to him, though, was with Bradley. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean that, that shows what sort of a guy he is, but the Rangers supporters and the Rangers players absolutely love him, and, and he's got a very, very close relationship with uh, Morelos. And, uh, you know, it's uh, absolutely fantastic to see what he's doing. And I know that probably us three could score hat-tricks in the Scottish Premier League, in the Scottish Premiership, but <clears throat> he is an absolute star man up there. Not going to tell you the year... But October the 7th also marked the last competitive football match at which stadium? The home side lost it 1-0. Uh, which, which stadium? Yes, that's what I'm asking. Well done. Oh, we, don't, we don't know the year either. That's, uh, well, I don't know the year as well. Um, it was in the 2000s. Don't know. Wembley. Oh! oh right, yeah. Wembley. The proper Wembley. Against yeah. uh, England, against Germany. That's it. Yeah. Well done, you. And let's move on to. Let's and didn't move. Kevin Keegan resign after that one? Possibly in the toilets. Let's move on to the eighth, and go back to 1932 when this guy was born. I'll leave this to you, Dev. Stop, Bert Troutman. <laughs> Ray Reardon. Oh, oh, snooker player. Dracula. Yeah, Dracula, absolutely. <laughs> Another brill cream hairstyle. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely wonderful Welshman with one of the best sense of humours you could ever find. And just going off as a wonderful tangent, the only snooker player who's got a better sense of humour than Ray Raiden is, unbelievably, Steve Davis, who I interviewed in Sheffield at the height of his powers and he was hilarious yeah, and he's, he, he takes the joke at his own expense as well yeah, doesn't he but, but steve he, davis yeah I, but but i, I did, interviewed him in his dressing room before a quarter final at uh, at uh, the crucible and he was for 10 minutes he had me in tears absolutely hilarious bloke tony you have me in tears every night yeah i know but you know that, that's completely different tears. right moving on time's running out Nin <laughs> 1936 yeah, and it closed. <laughs> <laughs> 1936. Paul Hogan. Oh, yeah, Crocodile Dundee. Got him. Yeah. See, they don't all... They're not, yeah, there's a few yeah, Googlers yeah. in here. Yeah. yeah, that's not a knife. That was... Yeah. <laughs> that's not a knife. This is a knife. Then you've got it. Yeah, and he was actually probably funnier in some of the beer adverts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly the one when he went to Scotland. Nice bunch of lads, but they wear skirts and they're a bit tough on the animals. <laughs> in the year eight. This is more your time, Tony. Uh -huh. In the year 1818, what was used for the first time in boxing? 1818. Gloves. Padded gloves. Mm. Well done. I'll give you that one. Well done. On to the ninth. Born in 1955, Steve Ovette. Oh, yes, he had a... 800-metre gold. He had a tremendous battle with uh, Seb Coe, didn't he, for um, the sort of number one athletic spot. And of of the two, I, I, I think Seb Coe was my favourite. Steve Ovette came across as a bit arrogant. And and it, it was in an early stage of a relationship at some stage. And he, he always made this sign, I love you, didn't he? I can't remember that. I, know, I remember, yeah. the, I remember the, the, the duel on the running track. Because he only ever got the one gold, didn't he? Is that right? In the 800 metres? I think so, yes. Yeah, but got bronze at quite a lot of others. Yeah. Do, do you make any signs to Lucy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I... I, I 
I he's doing one now across yeah. the studio. <laughs> I, don't, I don't use army fingers. Um, on the 10th of October, in 1961, Martin Kemp was born. Spandau Ballet. Well, I thought you might oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and to, the best thing we can say to Tony is to cut a long story short, moving on. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to help him along here, you see. No, not <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> at, at all. In 1966, on that same date, Tony Adams was born. Well, <clears throat> absolutely superb uh, defender for Arsenal in England. But, um, it was down to him that it was 1-0 to the Arsenal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a fantastic marshal of the back, that back four. Uh, Winterburn, Dixon and Keon in there as yeah, well. Yeah. And then basically, um, yeah, great bloke and um, bit of a pillock these days, though. That's one way of putting it, thank you. Because he did sort of, you know, have a tremendous battle with alcohol and, and overcame it, but he comes across as a complete weirdo now. Very, very strange bloke. He went into management, didn't he, for a time? Yeah, yeah for, one for, of the London clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He might have been sticking, better sticking with the alcohol, he might have got the forest job. <laughs> and the last one and I want to know how many gold medals he got and where he was born 1970 Matthew Pinsent oh Holt in Norfolk oh, oh, oh that was good <laughs> um he was in four was it four Olympics is it four golds yeah four golds yeah yeah yeah, the only reason I know that, I was in Holt about six weeks ago. <laughs> and it's a big They've got a golden the... post box, haven't Yeah, they? and the, well, there's something in the shop about him as well. <laughs> Rule one, never let ne never let on where you just sound as if you know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, he tries. Yeah, yeah well, I, I thought what I was going to do was, given that Tony tends to preamble and else, I was just going to tell you if you bought somebody's name, I was going to say he's got a dog called Spot and he eats meat, meat pies or something like that and just move on. <laughs> The word I would use is ramble with Tony, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, right, uh, that's a bit of a quirky <laughs> look at the birthday games. We like that because we think it's a bit of a laugh and we know we enjoy it. Um, what we're going to do next is get Dave, Pitchside Dave's roundup of all the games that was played last weekend by the teams in East Knotts, West Lincolnshire and anywhere else yep. he, he decides as well. Then we're going to have a look at the FA Cup. Then we're going to have a look at the FA Vars. And finally, we're going to have a look at what's coming up this weekend. And there's an awful lot coming up this weekend. More than I thought. OK, time for a bit of a recap on um, what happened last week to all our local, localish, and probably not so localish sides. Over to Pitchside Dave. Right, well, we'll start on Saturday. Obviously, both you gentlemen made the long trip to Starport Swift's unexpected 2-0 defeat. Uh, work stay in fourth place as a result. Um, fortunately, those clubs around you didn't do particularly well either. Um, results were, were vaguely friendly. I believe there's 107 there um, on the day, which puts the local attendances here mm. um, in quite a positive light. Uh, unfortunately, Newark Town's game away at Renishaw Rovers was postponed due to flooding that took the electrics out. In the morning when the um, news was announced, there were a few sort of, oh, can't they get a side together, but photographs have been produced and uh, it is genuine flood damage. It comes as a major shock to me that actually got electric. Well, yes, <laughs> I think we had that discussion on Saturday morning. Uh, town is still top by two points. Diddington won 1-0 and is still to concede in the league after eight games. So, uh, That's, I mean, that is a hell of a record, isn't it? It is. Um, I mean, when you saw them, they didn't look a particularly spectacular no. side, but they're just doing everything right. They've only conceded once um, this year, which was in the local cup, and that's because they put a reserve side out, and they conceded one. So, not doing too badly. Now, the game I went to on Saturday was uh, Collingham um, against uh, Dromfield Town Reserves, which sadly Collingham lost 2-1. Uh, 
always like going to Station Road and as usual the welcome was excellent um, from the moment you walk through the door to everybody sort of says hello they're, they're willing to chat and stuff now there was 22 there we had counted um, the first 20 minutes it looked one way traffic the visitors uh, were steaming um, forward and then suddenly Collingham seemed to click now there's quite a few uh, guys out at the moment and apparently the uh, back line for Collingham was the first time they played together suddenly Collingham scored and until half time really it looked like there was only going to be one team winning this after half time again um, I think for about the first 15 minutes or so Collingham were the side going forward and then suddenly Dinnington um, seemed to get their act together they contested everything they appealed for everything and started to get it um, the goalkeeper Josh Windsor, uh, sorry Wilson, I made sure I forgot his name for Collingham, pulled off some some considerable reflex saves, kept them in, it could have been five or six if he hadn't have been on it on his toes. Um, certainly not a bad performance at all from Collingham, I was quite impressed, they're, they're certainly coming together, just Dromfield wanted it um, more slightly. There wasn't many first team um, players in uh, Dromfield, we did ask the manager, he said he'd um, fr- Friday night he'd got 27 to pick from. Um, come nine o'clock on uh, Saturday morning he'd got 14, so uh, a lot called off. Harrowby United uh, Saturday in the United Counties Division One got a very good thrill uh, win. Uh, sorry, draw against Aylston Park, who were at the top. Um, David Calapo with two Panda Hales on the score sheet with the other. Then on Tuesday night uh, entertained Rushden and Higham United. Uh, scorers were uh, Tom Figueroa with two Daryl Price came on in about the last 10-15 minutes or so and scored on his debut for them so uh, Arrows are fifth in the league not a bad result at all now Grantham Town no game on Saturday but Tuesday night was a bit of a horror show Um, they went to bottom place Buxton who were on the back of a a, a 2-1 defeat to York City in the cup on Saturday and they conceded seven seven goals Um, the report I got was silly. four of them were silly giving away goals bad mistakes by players bad mistakes at free kicks um, so yeah they've conceded 11 goals in two games which is not looking so good but no. they are still 10th in the league are, are we just to stop you then for a minute are Grantham being found out the, 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 there was a a school of thought because the guys that, that that's running it and i don't know the guys that's running it personally but that they come from harrowby and there's a massive great jump between mm. step six at harrowby and what they are now four four uh, sorry four, three 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 yeah um where where they are now i know they brought a lot of players in but that's probably quantity um well, one, of, one of my are regu- they being found out? One of my regulars that goes said pretty much in not quite as polite version as you did said yes. He said um, the problem is they don't seem to know what to do if Plan A doesn't work, and quite often they haven't even got Plan A. It's just turn up and see what happens, mm. which is very very sad. But yeah, they conceded uh, four on Saturday against Ashton United, but they'd won the week before. So yeah, this is a bit that you can't no almost. But they've been getting a lot of draws, and um, somebody said to me, the problem is we're winning these games, and then we're conceding at the last minute to to lose the points, so a little bit... This is my my flow-serve thoughts, because from a club that was used to playing Step 7 and nothing before that, um, a club that we're used to going are now old in their own in step five which i think is an absolute tremendous achievement and when i tell people if they finish in the top 10 with the infrastructure that they've got with where they've come from 
that's going to be a fantastic achievement. And some people look at me and as if to say, oh, you're talking rubbish, we'll get promotion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that. I'm not operating his strings tonight, no, you're all right. I've never said that at all. And it, it, it's the same with <clears throat> Grantham, which I think was a knee-jerk reaction last season when they sacked the manager to to go local yeah um and, and the guys are was doing a cracking job at Araby, yeah. and they may well do a good job at grantham i don't know but i wonder if they knew how big a difference it was probably not i mean you you see this in the the, the in the Premier League people like Watford if they've not got wins after 20 games the manager's off and you've got to give them a whole season I think to settle really because it it, it is so it is so different um, obviously players left Grantham last season quite a few of the fans were saying um, that I've been speaking to saying oh we're definitely we're, we're, you know we're odds on we're definitely going to get in the playoffs this season yet the other half I know are saying we'll be lucky if we finish if we stay where we are we probably don't think they're going to get relegated but they just think it's going to be a long hard season staving off relegation can I just uh, uh, introduce my bright note that we were talking about during the adverts there? Because uh, it's National Non-League Day on Saturday, Grantham Town are giving everybody who turns up a gingerbread man. You know, you, you've just trumped what I was going to say later on when we oh, was coming up, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, but I think Let's be brutally honest, on that performance, a gingerbread man could play for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Carry on, Dave. Okay, South, <laughs> Southwell City were in cup action against Wollerton. Um, they, they won 2-1, which is a good result. Yeah. Um, Callum Law, uh, Bradley Peace McDonald on target for Southwell. Man of the match once again, Ant Brown. There's a name that keeps propping yes. up his uh, man of the match. I, 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 I hate to interrupt again, but I'm going to do. Um, we did say it <clears throat> earlier on in the week, and it is Frank worth. Hunt. It is yeah. worthy of another mention. Yeah. The, the wonderful Frank Hunt, who finished every sentence with "my boy." Right. Yeah. Um, whatever age he was, he was my boy. Yeah. He was um, Mr. Football, wasn't he? He like, was yeah. football, and he, he he was along with Kevin Presland and two or three others was instrumental in setting up the Knots Senior League. Senior League. Yeah. And at the time, I was loosely involved, and it was very acrimonious with the Knots Alliance into the Knot Senior League, and it wasn't... Nottinghamshire football was not a nice place to be. Um, but Frank stuck to his guns. Yeah. He said what he was going to do, stuck to his guns, and did it. And at the end of it, he's made the Nottinghamshire Senior League into a wonderful little league. Oh, yes. And, and I think it's only going to get better and better because my opinion is the central midlands days are numbered um and it's going to go into the counties and, and yeah. the not senior league is now set up and we'll be able to take to that. Sustain but, that but frank also was at woolerton cricket club for all his life woolerton football club for all his life and, and frank is a great great loss yep certainly is so um yeah but i thought that was a good result to get there as well yes get there. It, it, to go to woolerton and win yes. yeah yeah, so it's not too bad now. Um, as Lockton uh, went to Bilbra Town and won three one in the cup. Goals from James Langridge, Pierce Hallam, and Jack Robb. So they're, they're winning That's when they need to win. Picture. Yeah, I mean to lose your manager. Yeah, uh, and wobble initially for a week and, and yeah. get straight back onto a. Yeah, I mean, as, as I mentioned run. to you last week, they've got one or two signings in, so yeah. uh, people that we know locally, um, which will make good uh, good step seven signings, and uh, I think there's a certain amount of sort of determination and bloody mindedness there. We'll carry on going, and we'll we'll, yeah, we'll play I, whoever you put in front of us. I, I good luck to them. Yeah, so um, that was good to see. Now, Curtin uh, Brickworks, obviously, you spoke to Matt last week. Um, they lost six two at. Uh, Bradford Reserves. Matt um, said to me it was probably the worst game he's seen since he's been at the club. 
Um, the only positive was Craig Payne got a brace for Curtin. Now, Highcombe Town were in the Junior Cup. They went to Moulton Sea's End and won 20 nil. We'd worked out it was somewhere near the sea. It is, yeah. It's, it's somewhere on the wash, I think. <laughs> right. Near Kingsland. Now, one of the problems <laughs> I'm having, it would be great if somebody from Highcombe could get in touch, is the website's never up to date, and the FA full-time doesn't put the score... Whoever put, brings that update isn't putting the scorers on there for every game, so uh, I've got no idea who scored for them. So uh, Lincolnshire football's always been independent to the rest yeah. of the UK. <laughs> and likewise, in the Junior Cup, Lincoln's Moreland Railway beat Louth Town 8-5, and again, no scorers. 8-5? 8-5, yeah. Okay. yeah. So uh, there's obviously a lot of good defending goes on in that league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Back to Bingham Town, who are in the cup now. I mean, just before we go yeah. to Bingham Town, Moreland's have descended alarmingly, haven't they? They have. They were probably almost on a par with Lincoln United. There's probably a lot of people taking in deep breaths around that area, but they were, I thought, on the rise, and they, they've dropped down into the Lincolnshire League. But there is, a, I guess, promotion now. There's Step 7. Um, you'd expect they'll be themselves, Highcombe and Cleethorpes will be fighting out the one promotion point, then the other two will then spend the next year trying to kick each other <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to make sure they go up. So I, I don't know quite what will happen there. But uh, that's the FA for you, moving teams around. So Bingham, uh, they win the Cup at Gedling Southbank. They won 2-1. It's about the first week I think they failed to score six goals. So uh, <laughs> no doubt there were some stern words in the changing room after that they, one. Bingham can, go, can do no wrong, can they? No, they. What will be interesting? They've got one of the Retfords in the cup. Very, I think it's midweek, uh, the Floodlit Cup. So that'll be interesting to see how they do because they'll be playing either Step Seven or Step Six. So yeah. that'll be quite interesting. Um, I can't remember which one it is they're seeing. Lincoln United, Northern Premier League South East. Uh, they lost one nil to uh, Loughborough Dynamo. They're twelfth in the table, twelve points from twelve games, and. Uh, Again, I've, nobody, no, nobody, nobody scores. I can't tell you much more about that game. I'm afraid. So uh, I do like Lincoln United's little setup, though. Mm, it is. It's I, very I do good. Quite yeah. like to go there. It's yeah. sort of in the back of nowhere in Lincoln. Yeah. And it, it's quite pleasant. And they do. They do. When they were um, season before last, when they were playing a step up, and you were they playing people like Skelmersdale and stuff like that. There were some fairly big names coming down there, and there was some, some <clears> great, great games. Lincoln United is a lovely, lovely setup, and the, the, the only occasion that I've actually visited there, I also. Um, uh, managed to combine the day with having a 33-1 to one winner on the Grand National, so I've got a lot of soft spots for Lincoln. Had you spent your winnings at that stage? Yeah? Oh, no, 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 no. It's, uh, that, 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 was, that was carefully invested in the local brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> OK, um, another horror story, I'm afraid, for Sleaford Town in the United Counties Premier. Um, they were 4-0 down at half-time, ended up losing 5-0 at home to Quorn. Bottom of the table, no points after nine games, so... Uh, not too too good there. What, what's is that? Step five. Uh, step five. I think, step yeah. five. That's where we'd all assume that Flowsave was going to be playing football this season. Until yeah, yeah, that's right. Step five. United re, County re, redrew the map of England. Mm. Yeah, but you might find um, the way things go again, they will be moved back. So well, yeah, who who knows how that's going to happen? As you say, they are sort of regionalising even more now. So well, Sleaford can look forward to a um, local derby with Harrowby, can't the next season? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Right, Cleethorpes Town, Northern's Premier South East. Uh, they went to Newcastle Town, which is obviously the Stoke-on-Trent area, and uh, came away with a 2-1 win, attendance of 87. Alex Flett and Lewis Collins, not the one that was in the professionals, <laughs> with the goals. And uh, Cleethorpes are in third place, so uh, 
ticking along quite nicely there. Bad Ford line, wouldn't it? Bodie and Doyle. <laughs> Bodie and Doyle, yeah, absolutely. George Cowley on the south line yeah. shouting his head off. <laughs> and finally, of our local times, Bourne United we've added into the mix because obviously uh, they're, they're, they are in the area. Um, they're United Counties League Division 1. Um, they have seemed to stop the rot. They got a 4-3 win at home to Rawnstown. Uh, at Abbey Lawn, there was 92 came to see that. Now, Josh, uh, sorry, John Coral, Seb Hood, and Dan Smith with two goals were on the uh, score sheet, and uh, Bourne actually got the winner four minutes into extra time. So, it's a good uh, time to score. Absolutely. Uh, again, it's another club that I have a soft spot for, mainly because Tony Joy spent 10 years of his footballing career yeah. then. We all know Tony very well, and Tony used to take Newark Town for a friendly there every season. Yeah. They can't go up, can they? Because it's. Of it's the lawns and the lawn, this yeah. footpath they've got. We've mentioned this. I was trying to explain to Tony last week that as good as the stand is and the setup's lovely, they can't go anywhere. No, because they have to have sole ownership of the ground, don't they, at certain levels, and the fact that you can walk across it. In fact, in theory, I think you could exercise your right to walk across the pitch during a game, whether you would get uh, <laughs> treated nicely for it. But uh, yeah, they are effectively in the same situation as Southwell City and people like that, where they where they currently reside, they can't go any higher. Ah. didn't matter so, 20 years ago in football did it but it no. does matter so much now no we used to play the not senior league and the idea was you you looked back so oh, we've won it for the last eight out of nine seasons yes. or whatever yeah whereas now it's you've got to win it and you've got to go well, up that was Renner's great thing wasn't it when it was in the alliance you know we've won it five six times yeah. on, on the bounds but and it, they could rely on the cup you know going to places like the vars they they'd have a good run in the vars or the fa fa cup or whatever yeah. or the trophy depending which um, level they're on is that, ar- that that's the around the grounds? That's it, yeah. Okay, so uh, you're listening to Radio New at Sport, and I have to tell you once again, this is the show that's about you, for you, and most importantly, with you. And it's so easy to contact us. Sport at radionewark.co.uk. And tell me the story how you've got on, or how your club's got on. And you never know, you could be lucky enough, you can replace Tony on here. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's FA Cup weekend coming up. Um very soon is it this weekend it, next weekend next weekend yeah, it's, um, this weekend. it's the fourth the fourth qualifying round and then the the bottom two divisions come into it um and i wanted to know really taking flow serve of a benchmark of a step five football club yeah how far would a very very good step five football club with the right draw possibly get so when we've got to this stage where what I call the conference clubs of coming in, although they now call it the yeah. National League. Yeah. Um, and what a cracking draw. Notts County against Belper. If you were yeah, the Bel- that's, Belper. That's the, big, that's the biggest um, draw gap, really, step yeah. one against step four. So, so, have we got any step five clubs left at no, this stage? No, there was four going into the draw. There might have been five, actually, but I could only find four on Saturday. So, Abbey Rangers, Hadley, Tavistock and Dunstan UTS. And all, they all sadly lost. So uh, See, Dunstan are the ones... Of the Geordie ones, aren't that's they? right. Yeah. Had the great game last year against Sunderland visitors. S- Sunderland, yes. Sunderland yeah. visited them, didn't yeah. they? Tavistock, one of the giants of the West Country. Football. Yeah, I know them quite well because yeah. we played them for a couple of seasons. So yeah, they 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 they're not a bad bad club. The Abbey Rangers are combined county and Hadland, uh, Hadley, sorry, are in this South Midlands Spartan League, which effectively is Luton and sort of North London. Okay, it's a strange interpretation. Big, the Midlands, big catchment area. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- that, that's what I've been saying on here, Tony, about the step five leagues with the big catchment areas mm. yeah uh, and you know newcastle top side of london around london yeah. massive great catchment area 
Um, not the pick of the players, obviously. But yeah. And the nice thing with that is, in a lot of cases, you're only travelling 50 miles to the games of the Wessex League, bar one, anybody that ends up going to Portland United, most of the other clubs are within 50 miles of each other. And it makes a lot of difference if you go in there on a Tuesday night to... So, going down to step Worcester four's also. the weakest. What do we know? Who, who's our... Who's our local step four club? Uh, right. Well, I'll give you testing tonight, aren't yeah, we? I, I knew you were going to ask this, so uh, I can never remember them. Uh, step four, we have Lincoln United, Cleethorpes Town. So that's the sort of stature of club that's in there. How many yeah. step four clubs are in the round? In, in the, the draw round. next time, I think I had. A, I've made a list. I think there's four. So you're looking at Colne, who uh, beat Dunstan. Obviously, you've got Belper. Then going down the list, Whiteleaf, who are playing Brighton. Uh, Bristol Manor Farm, assuming they didn't lose last night uh, to Wealdstone. Uh, Canvey Island, and yeah, that's it. That's the, that's your step four. So there's only four left. So one of them is Belper. It's Belper, Belper Town. Belper Town. Belper Town. Yeah. Tony and I went there last year to watch Flo Serve play Belper, Belper United. United. Yeah. A bit of a grand sharing sh- Yeah, job, get alongside the mill. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. he was fascinated yeah, yeah, yeah. by it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was waxing r- um, lyrical in his report mill. about the mill. Yeah. Fi- yeah. Finally got round to the game. Um, <laughs> if they can hold Notts County and take them back on a Tuesday night, that is one of the places <laughs> Notts County aren't going to want to go. No. I mean, at least most of the grounds they're going to at the moment, although it's a culture shock when they've been to Do- when they go to Dover and places like that, there are a lot of ex-league grounds in there. Whereas you turn up at Belper, it's great for... As you said, you had a great day there, and it's a nice ground for, at the level we're used to looking. Yes. But Notts County is sort of going to think, oh, our training pitch is probably better than this. Yeah, when we went to Bel- to see Belpe United, we actually fought over the remaining blade of grass on the pitch, didn't we? Yeah, they're not, uh, by their own admission, they're not, they're not spent the cash on the grass. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what a tie for Belper. I mean, this is... Yeah. I get bored with the FA Cup once you've reached the third, fourth round. It, it's yeah. just, you know, big clubs that's not in the slightest bit interested yeah. in it and ripping the supporters off but up until then I, I love the FA Cup. yeah I mean I lose interest just after Christmas if there aren't any sort of um, league, uh, non-league teams in there I'm sort of thinking well I might just see what one of the sort of f- fourth tier division two sides yeah. or division sides want doing that's it but um, yeah. Belp are going to not scat I mean all their Christmases has come together in that draw aren't it really yeah but absolutely uh, as, as you say when it, when it gets to the third round and the big po- and the big boys come in uh, unless you're a tiny little minnow and draw Manchester United away or something, then that's when the... He might win it this year. But, but that, that that is when you lose the magic of the cup, isn't it? Another one we must mention, that was en- en- Endersford against Boston en- United. Yep. Um, because the, the Wells brothers. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, yeah. The uh, turquoise teapot twins. They're, they're uh, playing uh, against Boston United, bless them. So, um... Best, yeah, of, best, best of them, or the best of luck to Josh Burkett and his lad Josh's with the under 16s at Boston United. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I know he, he does, uh, he does follow them. It's the FA Vars weekend this um, weekend. It's we finally got to the first round proper. It amuses me that you know you've been playing for since sort of middle last, of summer. You've actually July, yeah. finally got to the first round proper of it. Um, Almost the worst possible draw that FlowServe could have got. The worst one would be going away, I suppose. But yes, a- almost yeah, with it being regionalised, yeah, um, FlowServe could not have got a worse draw, could they? Not really. No. I mean, Walsall Wood would be away would have been probably anything that was worse. To be honest, looking down that list. 
But there are some interesting draws. Um, Loughborough United are going to Hormond. Uh, Bottisford Town. That's and that, that uh, just that's on a fr- that's tomorrow night. Tomorrow isn't night it? of it. Yeah, they've brought that one forward because Friday night football. It's hell of a way to go for Friday night football for Loughborough. Yeah, I mean it's um, Shrewsbury, isn't it, Hormond? Yeah. So uh, it's that's got to be another two and a half hours. So that'll be your your Wales. Yeah, it is almost yes. <laughs> yeah. Bottles for town, so that's uh, Scunthorpe. They're playing West Allotment Celtic. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a good, great name. They're from your, they're yeah, Georgia Hartlepool, boys, but North Hartlepool, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Give us a W. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, then we've got uh, Thornaby against Billingham Town. That'll be... Uh, that's local. Yeah. Oh, that's all. No love, no love no, lost there. Forget the football. For, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Having seen Gisborough against Billingham if, a few if, years if, ago. If, 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 if <laughs> listeners, you don't know about that one, that is basically a Teesside... A Teesside yeah. derby and makes New England against RHP look tame. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Leicester Road are going to Walsall Wood, so I, I think Walsall Wood will win that. Um, South Normanton have got Holbeach United. Now, here's a good one for anybody that likes Nottinghamshire. Um, Colliery Welfare Football. Kimberley Miners Welfare entertains Sherwood Colliery. No <laughs> love lost there. That's going to be another good one, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. That- that oh, is yeah yes <laughs> that's, it, it, that's it's another one with all ambulance leave cancelled <laughs> <laughs> absolutely now the the one that's really nice is west bridgeford they're going to brackley town saints in which is on the northamptonshire um oxfordshire border so that's a great nice trip out I, for them. I think we may have mentioned that west bridgeford beat selston in the last round. they did yes, yes. quite convincingly the, as well the, the, selston lost yeah. I think it was oh, no. only by five goals. yeah how many fans <laughs> oh, five. Oh, that, that's even sad. but again you know like Belper going to count. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's an West adventure. West Bridgeford are now getting on a bus and, and having yeah. a day out, aren't they? You're not used to that. In and they'll probably take more away fans to that game than they get at home mm. games, possibly. Yeah. Or the majority of the regulars will go. So yeah, I think it's great. nice to see teams from West Bridgeford doing well. <laughs> so it's a barbed comment, isn't it? Very rare, isn't it? Right, Hena Town um, entertain Bold, Bold Miss St Michael's again. Their teams we're reasonably fa- uh, familiar with. AFC uh, Mansfield entertain Hanley Town. Dunkirk play Hucknall Town, so that's going to be an interesting... Another. That's local enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Racing Club Warwick, um, Long Eaton United, so that's a Midlands big... Yeah. Uh, I, I always find it disappointing when you're in the same division and you're drawn against each other. Yeah, I mean... I just uh, It's just disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and you've got the fact that uh, he, the St John's, visiting Lowfields, that's the highest-ranked FA Vars tie in the first round proper as well. Yeah. It's not what they yeah. wanted. And no, a no. match against Cottesmore Amateurs would have been much better. Yeah, well, I've yeah, got... Didn't the Flow Saves <laughs> match against Skegness generate yes. more interest? Yeah, than, yeah. It, it will generate more interest than this one this Saturday. Yeah, because... Yeah. Because, uh, because it's different. Yeah. That, that was a cracking, cracking football it's day just, against Skegness. It's different. This is just a, a league match with a cup at the front of it. If, yeah. if we'd have lost to Skaggy, that would still have been a great football day. Yeah, it'd have been a shock, but yeah, for, I mean... Yeah, 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 but, 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 yeah. What, what, what a cracking football after Yeah. So, yeah, we go on to Claycross Town um, against Cottesmore, I'm sure that's step seven against step seven. Uh, Claycross, wonderful pitch, wonderful welcome. I mean, if you want to see how a step seven club should be run and hire Claycross other people, they'll make them very welcome. They'll have a great day at Cottesmore. How, how disappointed are... You, you you know these people. Yeah. Clay Cross for three years on the bounce of finishing second. Almost bro- had it. They've had it in one hand. Yeah. Step six football. Well, and three they- seasons ago, they lost six five at Collingham, yeah. didn't they? When they yes. only needed a draw to go up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, it's, <laughs> it's. It must be heartbreaking. It is. They're, they um, they've had a, bun- a group of players together there for some time, and they're sort of getting older and older. And um, I mean they've. 
they, they're quite enjoying the fact they've been moving to the southern section because they think it's probably going to be a slightly easier league to get out of and not only that they're again only sort of traveling 30 40 mi- yeah. miles to every game they're now suddenly sort of <laughs> on the edge but they're not so far whereas you look in the league newark are in there's some fairly long journeys there um, well, we were talk in depth about the future of the Central Midlands when, yeah. when Richard Lane's on his holidays and he can't hear it. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, but we will talk in depth about where I think it's going and you yeah. can tell me where you think it's going. We probably think the same thing, yeah. I suspect. And the last um, draw, the last uh, FA Vars round game that involves a club that we, we're fairly familiar with is Barrowtown have uh, entertained Congleton. So uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of regionalised, but there are one or two. It's a big region. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean, you've got to feel sorry in the week for the FA Cup, was it? Uh, Whitby and Gloucester, 480 mile round trip. <laughs> and uh, they got a draw on Saturday. The other side, t- club are thinking, oh, that's Tuesday night then. <laughs> yes, that's a <laughs> shot. Ju- ju- just what we wanted. Right. Um, can, can I just add one further? N- if it's a throw safe plug, no. No, one, one further bit of non league news uh, that, that's uh, very close to our hearts. I was I was looking at uh, Berwick Rangers Parley, uh, uh, difficult p- position in the Lowland League. Guess who are top? Bonnie Rig, Bonnie Rig Rose, <laughs> Bonnie Rig Rose. <laughs> <laughs> right, time to find out where you want to be going on Saturday and Sunday to watch your local sport. Let's start um, with the football, Dave. Where do you go on Saturday? Okay, well you've got. Um, three, the three local clubs are all at home this week. So starting at uh, Lowfields, FA Vars, Flowserve versus Heather St John's. Uh, Newark Town are entertaining Retford United, so that's first against fourth at the YMCA. Um, as it's non-league day, uh, Newark will be sponsoring Kick It Out, so both teams will be wearing Kick It Out um, anti-racism vests. Um, so just non-league day for anybody that doesn't know, it's because there's the... Um, there's no English, international games there's no sort of major premier championship games the non-league clubs often have a theme or a sponsor or some idea to get offer get people to come and see the grassroots Collingham are at home to Staverley Miners Welfare so that's 12th against 5th um, hopefully uh, Collingham will get something out of that Harrowby uh, D- United Counties Division 1 they're at home to Bourne Town so that's 8th against 18th a bit of a local derby as well it is yes um, there's some cracking football matches this weekend isn't there they? are <laughs> yeah I, I think if you'd uh, not so, so busy yourself i could see you'd be going to quite a few of these but yes uh, you moving around cut yourself in half yeah. quarters on this one does anybody at new at town ever consider bringing the kickoff forward when floor server at home i i don't know i mean that's perhaps something that could be considered or hmm. maybe even a friday night if I, the I, league I, will allow i think it's definitely worth thinking about yeah, I mean, it's a shame because a lot of the faces you see that flip yeah, between the two clubs, exactly, yeah. they've now got to make a decision on Saturday, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. Grantham Town, they host Hyde United, so that's ninth against eighth. The way things are going, Hyde um, are letting goals in, Grantham letting goals in, you could be getting on a goal fest there. Headline writer's dream, that one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere to hide. <laughs> uh, Southwell City, uh, NSL Pro. go home. <laughs> <laughs> They're away to Attenborough, so that's 5th against 11th. I think Southall City will, will win that one fairly uh, healthily. As Lockton are at home to FC Cavaliers, so that's 13th against 14th. Uh, it's only a few weeks ago that Cavaliers were unable to field a side um, in the rever- what would have been the reverse fixture, so we'll see whether that goes off or not. Curtin Brickworks, uh, home to Bridgeford United, so we've got 2nd sev- against 7th. Highcombe Town entertain Nettleham in the Challenge Cup. Lincoln Moreland's Railway are away to Louth Town in the uh, Lincolnshire League. 
Bingham away at Calverton Miners Welfare. That's sixth against fifteenth. Probably be a goal fest the way Bingham are going. Now Lincoln United, uh, Northern Premier South East. They're at home to Loughborough Dynamo. This is the reverse fixture for the game that happened last week, uh, which they lost one nil. Eleventh against twelfth uh, for non-league day. They're promoting uh, prostate cancer UK support. Cleethorpe's Town FA Trophy. They're at home to Mossley, who are from Birmingham. And the final is, we said, Bourne Town, they're away at Harrowby. So uh, there's some exciting football locally there if you're a, a lost to where to go. There is a lot. I'm not a lost to where to go. I just don't know where to go. No. <laughs> um, there's an awful lot. And if you add into the mix the fact that um, Newark Rugby Club are trying to do a, a flow serve in the National Cup competition, it's the RFU Cup, they're away to Melton Mowbray, assuming there isn't a typhoon in Melton Mowbray on Saturday afternoon. Um, um, big defeat for Newark. They got stuffed last week, didn't they? There's no other way of putting it, is there? 59 points. They got Is stuffed. that Colville? Uh, no, Dromfield. Dromfield. Oh, OK. Um, they, they, got, um, they got... So, Newark New, uh, New have got to get themselves back on the right track. In today's Newark advertiser, they've gone with the seconds for the headlines and they've uh, put the uh, first 15 result very much down page. <laughs> Is learning. <laughs> um, the hockey club men are away to North Knots, and after that supposed friendly two weeks ago, that could well be an interesting hockey match. Um, it was a friendly in everything but the sense of the word. Um, the ladies are at home to Northampton Saint, so that's our half past ten pushback at the Magnus, and this is one that Paul Halfpenny um, has sort of, sort of marked as a victory, isn't it? He was he was busy telling us last on Monday night. That, um, this one should be a victory. In the Knotts Youth League, Newark Town in the under-18s Division 1 travel to play third place, Teversal. That's not, I wouldn't suggest, going to be the easiest of No, Teversal are well-organised yes. set-up, aren't they? Um, I, I and on, um, in the afternoon, um, it's the first round of the North Midlands League for Newark AC, and that's a trip to Mark Eaton Park which is Derby. apparently in Derby. Well, an ever would want to go to Derby is beyond me, but that's yeah. where that's where that one is. Um, boxing, Chad and Regis are boxing, and it's on the same bill. And it's the first time, apparently, that both Chad and Regis have fought on the same bill, junior or senior. Mm. And I didn't realise that. No, I wasn't aware of that. You, you would have thought somewhere in the past it would have happened... It would have happened differently to that, wouldn't you? But, have I got uh, time to mention quickly last night's show? No. Um, <laughs> we have if I if you let me talk. Okay. Um, it's um, a big squash day at the at uh, this weekend. Um, England squash aim to use um, Saturday the twelfth as a springboard to inspire the nation to step on court and discover the amazing benefits of squash. The aim is to try and engage over five thousand players across the country in world squash day events and of course the grow squash club are are taking part of it it starts in the afternoon and goes on into the evening two till three o'clock it's the juniors three till five all ages all abilities you could go tony at um, <laughs> 4 p.m there's an exhibition match and from five to Sport six it's the squash um and the double so uh very good club there they've come leaps and bounds since they they come in here and we told you all about them um so that's uh at the Sports and Fitness Centre. Um, in fact, you can watch Newark Town and then go straight around and watch the squash. Yeah. Um, Sunday, it's um, tennis, and it's the men's first team are away to Knott's Tennis Club. RHP Colts are at home to Lincoln United at 2.15, one of our favourite clubs. 
Dave Sharp is in the world stock car final. Skagness. <laughs> and it's the Stilton Stumble. Um, <laughs> Which Graham Welsh is not racing, he's just going for the he's just going for the cheese. Mr. Smith. It's today is National Mental Health Day. And um we've got a lot of podcasts out there uh for people to uh you know go to, especially all the insomniacs and monsters. But once the podcast of last night's show with Nina Bradley goes on there, I would urge anybody who's suffering with mental health problems to go on there and listen to the words that were said because it was absolutely world class. It was. I, I was actually listening. I was actually doing some work and I realised after 25 minutes I wasn't actually doing any work. I was listening to the show intently mm. and mm. sort of hanging on every word. So well done to everybody involved with that. That was. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we have a laugh on Radio Newark and we have a great laugh, but there are some times when we perform a public service. Yeah, that but was I thought of... both yourselves and Nina confronting various demons mm. and things mm. that you could easily just brush under the carpet mm. and mm. pretend didn't happen. It was very, very worthwhile you doing it. A- absolute radio gold. And Tony said it is World Mental Awareness Day. And, you know, as Nina said last night, and as Tony has said countless times on this, this show, the worst thing is don't feel that you can't talk to anybody because them days have got to have gone if you're worried you're upset you're you know you feel you're on your own come talk to me come talk to tony i mean tony's been there he's got the t-shirt on it <laughs> yeah well let's be honest about it you yeah, have i've got some you know, yeah. he's got, got a t-shirt as, got a as, as, as nina said last night come and talk to nina Go to the Striders. Yeah. Wonderful Striders. They will talk to you. Go and sit next to somebody somewhere and talk. Because Absolutely. talking will do you the world of good. Yeah, and if, if you want to talk, just uh, bring your wallet with you and we'll go to a pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, 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 really, isn't it? I'm not sure that will do you any good, but that's how you've got to think about it, isn't it? You've got to... We want you to end up smiling. Absolutely. And, um, and don't don't ever feel that you're on your own. Whatever you're doing this weekend at sport, and, you know, we have just given you one massive great list of sport to choose from, and it's not just fo- football. Newark is at its best this weekend. Rugby, hockey, athletics, boxing, squash, tennis, it's at its best. Go and watch it. And we'll talk about it next week big thanks to Pitchside Dave big thanks to Tony on the few days this week that he bothered turning up um, <laughs> coming up next it's Dean Anderson of course and the wonderful TNT Soul Show that's on FM on DAB you can wire the way of the night with Mr Andrew Channing now there's a thought. Hmm. We-